we loved the Magical Express mostly because, well, even without the kids, we loved the Magical Express. We just enjoyed right. it. It's, for me, for Stephanie, there was something about getting on that Disney bus that's like, our vacation is starting. We're going <laughs> under that thing that says, says Walt Disney World. Oh. Put your pins on. The vacation has started. This is awesome. We had no problem with it. And I know you can do the same thing in a private issue. Yeah. with a driver and you're like, yeah, the vacation started. But there's just something about the whole bus going, yay, versus, hey, honey, we're here. I know, right? Exciting. I mean, something about it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hello, Jen. Hello, Dave. It's the Main Tree Logical Podcast. Podcast. Episode number 102. And that's right. I am Dave. And this is my wonderful but bougie co-host, Jen. Mm. And I am her wonderful but budget-conscious co-host, Dave. (laughs) And we will talk about bougie and budget later on this episode, which is pretty exciting because we come from two ends of the spectrum on this. Um, We meet in the middle on a lot of things, which is great. But, uh, you know, we we have some fun uh, based on what we we like and what we're willing to spend our money on. Right. Um, Because she says Victorian Albert's $350 well spent. I say, you know... All-Star Movies, $200 well spent. I got 150 bucks to go hit Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. So we'll get to all that, so all that later. Jen, how did you Disney this week? Oh, gosh. Well, I uh, Disneyed this week in, in my normal way. I've just been wearing a lot of Disney shirts mm-hmm. because I'm prepping for my trip next week. Next week, I have the ultimate how to wear Disney this week. But this right. week, because I did my plans last week, I'm just wearing Disney shirts to prep. So I got my Bill it. shirt on today. Yeah, I saw the yeah. top of the shirt, top of the head there, and I was yeah. like, "Is that Celine Dion?" And I see it now. It's yeah. Belle when you pull it up a little bit. Belle. So, yeah, I was like, "That's that would be Jen having a." It's a bougie episode, so I'm gonna wear Celine on my shirt. So, <laughs> it's like, okay, it's I all coming Celine. back to me now. Got it. Uh, so oh. I will be at Disneyland. Actually, as this episode mm-hmm. is is dropping, I'm gonna be in the air. I'm gonna be flying yes. into Disneyland. Uh, Stephanie, the wonderful wife, we get there in mid-morning Disneyland, and I'm gonna have so much fun. I'm wearing a shirt today that I'm gonna be wearing on my full Disney day, Disneyland day. My Orange Bird shirt, by the way. Oh, the Orange um, Bird! First time I've ever put this shirt on. It is the official Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival 2022. And normally, I don't like dated clothes yeah. because I don't, unless it's just something vintage. If I had a 1994, you know, MGM Hollywood Studios, whatever, I would totally wear it. Um, I don't normally like Daddy Close, but I couldn't help it. This shirt was great. It was uh, the one I wanted was like 140 bucks. It was the lighter color with the orange bird mm-hmm. all over it. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll yeah. spend 50 on this one and be okay because I'm not bougie. So this is this the bougie budget thing, right? <laughs> Part there? of kind of sort of. Yeah. I, mean, spending, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that spending 50 bucks on any shirt at Disney is really that budget because I mean, you know, you know, but that's also an average price. Exactly. For a long sleeve, exactly. so um, or a. But, uh, but uh, I, you know me, yeah. I love my Hawaiian shirts, and I've now got enough that I could wear two per day at any average six- or seven-day vacation, and I would still not quite have enough. I mean, that's just ridiculous how many shirts I've, I've managed to acquire. <laughs> I've got an Epcot shirt coming in. Um, like, before I knew it, I had purchased a couple of extras you know, from different sites and whatever. Oops. I got an Epcot shirt coming, and I'm like, 
I don't need all these shirts, but look at all the shirts I have. This is great. I think maybe in May <laughs> I'll just go through and like wear a Disney shirt every just every day just to make sure everything still fits and everything still looks good. So it's a, it's a good problem to have. These, these are first yeah. world. These are first magical Disney World problems to have. Right, so. literally. <laughs> so you're going down, of course, for Guardians next week. I am. Um, so anything else on your trip? Like, what are you, are you tacking on a few extra days? Or are you just going to Guardians or flying out after? What's what's happening for your trip? Yeah, I'm just going down for the uh, for the event itself. Mm-hmm. And I don't have our full schedule yet, so I'm not sure what else we're going to see. Mm-hmm. I know we'll focus in on Epcot. I don't know if, right. you know, what all else will be involved as of yet. Okay. But I fly out next Tuesday night. I will be back Friday. Not tacking on extra days this time because we already have a, um, a plan for the end of May. Because gotcha. it's my birthday. So. Of course, it is your birthday. Yeah, it is your it's birthday. my birthday. Um, and then that's that's the end of May, or well, your your celebration is the end of May, but your birthday's in June, correct? No, my birthday's in May. I was thinking it was June, like June fourth or something. I guess that's like no, May no, no, 27th, no, seventh, fourth, twenty fourth. I was close. Fourth, yeah, I was close. I'm almost always Memorial Day weekend, or okay. like right leading up to Memorial Day right. weekend. So we will get there on the Thursday. My birthday's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We'll get there on. Thursday, staying until Tuesday, and then flying back home, and then I'll be doing a fast turnaround to go back down with the team. But if you do the me- math, you can never have your birthday quite on Memorial Day because it's the never. last Monday. So it's like 25th. Correct. Every couple of years is the 25th. Every, and so, correct. Yeah, yep. So. Very, very rare. But Memorial Day weekend, absolutely. It can be Memorial Day weekend. Now, is it like a Christmas thing where people who have birthdays closer to Christmas are bitter because they only get one set of gifts instead of two? Is it like that with Memorial Day? No, nah, I don't. I don't usually <laughs> give gifts on Memorial Day, so okay, it's, it's okay. It's all just about me. wondering. I mean, like you only get one barbecue instead of two because you know it's that close to Memorial Day. <laughs> I don't know. So I did make my anniversary a little bit too close to my birthday, but it's fine. Well, see, Brady's really you. good about yeah, but Brady's really you. good about mm-hmm. separating gifts. So well, see, I did well because my anniversary is in the February. Um, okay. which is two weeks after Valentine's Day. And I married a wonderful woman who's basically like, you know what, just put your emphasis on an anniversary. Don't worry about Valentine's Day. So I hardly ever get anything hurt for Valentine's Day. Maybe a card, maybe a f- little flower or something like that. But mm-hmm. I never do anything for, val- for, for Valentine's Day. We do it all for the anniversary. It's much, much easier. And this year, of course, I sent her on a girls' weekend to Cancun for her birthday, which is in September. So right. she couldn't go until February. So I'm like, one weekend, which was our anniversary weekend. Valentine's Day, birthday, part of Christmas, and an anniversary all wrapped up in one. I'm a genius. I mean, <laughs> seriously, I am. I am the king of the world. Bring me your finest meats and cheeses, folks. I am. I am so good. I, I'm good at what oh I do. <laughs> Not a lot of news this week, but I do want to mention, of course, that Connections mm-hmm. Cafe has opened. They're in. Mm-hmm. Well, it's opening the 27th, which is tomorrow. Which by the time you hear this, it will be open. It will be Actually. open. So it's been soft opening. So for all intents and purposes, it is open right now. Um, right. You go in, there's a cafe, there's a lounge, there's a place you can sit. On the far side of it is the Starbucks, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny to me that in the cafe they're serving Joffrey's coffee and it's Starbucks is on the <laughs> so other side. It's very strange. It's but like you have your choice. In, it's like going into a small food court and there's a Starbucks right here and then there's a Sbarro's in between. And then look, there's a there's a, uh, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, but okay. Um, <laughs> have you seen the pictures of the Connections Cafe and what are your thoughts? Yeah, it. Um, I don't know if it's what I anticipated. I think it's a it's... It's very open. It's definitely very sleek. Mm-hmm. Um, a little more modern. Right. I think I need to go see it in, per- in person. Yeah. I'm, so, I'll be interested in your, your take. Yeah. I'm sure that you'll get to see it. Um, as, yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I don't know with the, well, you're going down for the relationships who don't know, you're going down as part of an agency group or basically agency owners and media. It's mm-hmm. kind of a weekend that said, hey, cut the preview for Guardians. So you're getting to go down there. Um, are they allowing you to do any other thing like tour connections and things like that? Or is it just, hey, here's your Guardians pass. Here's one to show up. 
that's it. I mean, no, typically it's a it's a very well thought out event usually with with various things throughout the time, some free time, mm -hmm. um, but you know, especially in the evenings, you know, after you're done with um, whatnot in the the arrival day, there's right. some extra time. So it really is just going to depend on. Uh, you know what they're trying to show us. I have a feeling they're going to show us Connection Cafe, right. but I don't okay. have that information just yet. So that's cool. That's really cool. That's for me. I I, I saw somebody tweet this, and I kind of this is kind of how I see it. And the tweet was simply showing pictures of the cafe, mm -hmm. and it was like, "Let's play Hampton Inn Lobby or Connections Cafe." And you look at it, and you're like, you know, <laughs> it kind of looks like a really nice hotel lobby. And on one hand, I kind of miss the the Epcot touch on it. But yeah. on the other hand, it does look like a cafe version of of um, of Creation Shop, which Mount Skiers are right. I, but that's the way Epcot is going. That is the way the whole park it is leaning. It's a progressive, more sleek, almost mm -hmm. like a. It looks like tomorrow minimalist, kind of look. minimalist, it's, and I and I almost minimalist. feel like if they were to do an updated modern version of Tomorrowland in Magic Kingdom. This is kind of the direction they would go with the Probably. color style and the palette and just the designs and the shape. I don't thing. mind the color palette at no, all. I don't mind it at all. Yeah, no, no, I don't mind it at no. all. I, but I just can't get out of my head. Brady, Brady had some interesting. He's like an interesting take on it. He was like, it, little like cafeteria style. Yeah, like he, he felt this very cafeteria vibe. Like now, okay. the menu looks great though. The menu does. The look menu great. looks the menu. great. Um, they have a huge allergy menu as well. I've seen that. Like everything yeah. they have on there, the pizzas and the burgers, the chicken, they have an allergy counterpart to that. They have mm -hmm. a section for if you're allergic to eggs, here's your foods. If you're mm -hmm. allergic to soy, here's your foods. Dairy, here. it's really, it's great. That's I great. Love yeah. that. I love that. I mean, eggs. Because what with quick service, with menu? quick service, that's very yeah. difficult. It is or, difficult. well, more difficult. It can be more difficult. The only one, other ones I've seen that has an allergy menu like that, and I'm sure that there are those that exist, but the ones that we've experienced is Pizza Rizzo in Hollywood. Oh, Studios, yeah. Pizza Rizzo is really good about that. My kid loves pizza there. And the pizza is really good, by the way. For, for Disney, it's really good. Um, I would probably rather eat there than Vianopoly. Don't quote me on that because it's cheaper. Oh, I definitely and I like wouldn't. The pizza. So... <laughs> I don't know. I definitely um, <laughs> there's the bougie budget again. That's right true. There. That is true. That is true. Um, I guess it depends on who you're with and yeah, whatever. Anyway, so uh, so that is coming, of course. And the Finding Nemo show has also been announced, and we we knew that the Finding mm -hmm. Nemo show was coming yeah. back. We knew it was coming as a different version of it, and now it's yes. going to be called The Big Blue and Beyond. Disney Live Entertainment is using a production mm -hmm. design inspired by paper cutouts for this. It's going to give the show a different look and feel from the old production, but they're going to have some old stuff from the original. Some of the music, some of the storytelling, oh, and things good, like that. Oh, good, because the music was so good. So here's a little audio with three cast members kind of explaining more about it. Uh, you're going to hear James Stilson, who is a show director for Disney Live Entertainment. You're going to hear Matt Fuza, who is an art director from Disney Live Entertainment, and Katrina Mina Rick, who is a broadcast creative producer with Disney Live Entertainment as well. So here's what they have to say about it from a video that you can find online. Here we go. We're here at Theater in the Wild at Disney's Animal Kingdom working on our brand new show, Finding Nemo, The Big Blue and Beyond, which is a reimagined retelling of Finding Nemo the Musical. Our story begins at the Marine Life Institute from the film Finding Dory. The Marine Life Institute has rescued these fish and they have ready to send them back out into the ocean. But before they go, they get inspired to share the story of Finding Nemo. This show will incorporate many of the wonderful songs from the original musical, as well as the amazing puppetry and the live performers who will fill the stage. The new set for Finding Nemo, The Big Blue and Beyond, is completely transformed. We were inspired by paper sculpture as we developed the scenic in the show. 
our team had such an exciting time looking at our tank set through this brand new lens of this watercolor sculpture aesthetic. And we're developing massive set pieces and these beautiful new transitions as they move in and out of the memory of our storytellers. We're excited to take advantage of technological advances that wasn't available before. And that technology has driven how we are creating the video content. We've collaborated very closely with our Pixar animation partners to really create artwork that's going to not only complement the performers that are on stage, but digitally extend the actual scenic pieces. This has been such a joy for all of us to work on here at Disney Live Entertainment, and we cannot wait to share Finding Nemo, the big blue and beyond with all of our guests. So I think it does, it sounds cool. I'm hoping that mm -hmm. they bring back yeah. a lot of the songs. It's going to be a shortened 20 to 25 minute show versus a 40 minute show. So they're going to have to cut some things out. If they cut out, just keep swimming. I'm going to give I them a we'll very stern riot. look. I'm going to give them a stern look as I leave the leave the auditorium. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping they don't. But I know. can't imagine. Like that one has to stay in Big Blue World. Big Blue World. And of course, Go With in... the Flow, I think. are the Oh yeah, Go With the Flow so, has to be in. Yeah. I mean, they're just... So I think those yeah. are the three big ones. And as long as Rob Lott, fa uh, past and future guest, gets another spot at, uh, shot in there. Yes. Great. <laughs> awesome. So, we're, we're happy. Uh, we're good. No uh, no, no take on or no announcement yet on when it's coming back. We've just been told sometime this summer. I'm probably going to guess yeah. July 4th, July 8th, something like that. We'll hear sometime of the July weekend. Don't know. Who knows? I, uh, no mm -hmm. clue. Um, go back to Guardians. It's going to be open, of course, the end of May. Tron yeah. is coming along as well. No, no, no date dates. on that yet. Don't know. Uh, my best guess is November 1st. That is my personal own guess based on nothing other than they want it open for the Christmas holidays and they want to get it open. They have soft opening and openings in October, getting ready for the holiday season. That's a guess. Jen, why don't you tell us for sure when it's opening? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Let me look at my crystal ball. I got to pull out the Madame Leota. Like... <laughs> Call the bomb. Call the bomb. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, beyond that, the only other thing that we want to mention, of course, it's been 1,240 days since the Walt Disney World Railroad has been in operation for guests. We've seen it. Um, we have seen it in uh, trial runs. Uh, no cast members. Yes. They've been kind of testing it. I don't know what there is to test. I mean, it's a railroad that I ran mean, for 40 years. It's they probably just, need to make sure that the new track is all you know, like there's no hitches going around. Um, I do know that the Tron cars have now been seen in action. Um, just quick test yes. here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, very briefly, if you are on the People Mover, which, by the way, the People Mover is the best way to see Tron and get 100%. And also, queue, it's my favorite. The so. queue for Barnstormer is good, too, because once you get yeah, to the top true. of that queue, you can create some great still pictures as you're standing there. Uh, but when you're the People Mover, you can see, you can see it. Sometimes you, you get stopped on the People Mover, and exactly. you're like, ooh. Exactly. <laughs> which, if you get star stopped in the dark of the People Mover, and you're with my wife... She's likely going to go to sleep on you. Just be prepared for that because dark at Disney when you're tired. Nothing wrong. <laughs> wake up. She's like, it's right over. So <laughs> <laughs> now, the one of the things that we've heard about our show that people love the two of us getting together and talking Disney is that Jen and I both have very different styles. We both have a lot of the same interests. We love Disney. We love mm -hmm. people. We love Jesus and all that great stuff. But when it comes to touring the parks and a lot of the, a lot of the park tours, we have the same style. We like the same rides and things like that. But when it comes to park design a park attributes and things that we enjoy about the parks we do have some different styles jen can be very de described as very bougie 
I can be described as very budget, um, which makes <laughs> our styles conflicting to a point. And there are some things that we both love at the same time. Now, I love the bouginess of the Polynesian. I love the, and I love the contemporary. Was there for the fiftieth? Mm-hmm. That theme park room was amazing. Loved it. Um, I know that you have lowered yourself to stay in a moderate every now and then. You'll stay in a Port Orleans if you have to. You know, I'm sure you've stayed there before. Not, Maybe not. No. Have you ever I mean, stayed in a moderate ever? 2007. Okay. Well, no. see, there you go. There you go. Not the 2007. Long ago. I stayed at, at, at Port Orleans French Quarter. Um, oh, I, I stayed at Grand Destino Tower, which is technically. Oh, a see, moderate. there you go. There you go. But you also yeah. don't look your nose down at the people at the moderate. No. Like maybe somebody at All Star Sports, you might you wouldn't look down your nose at them either because you're not a snob. But it's almost like, you know, that's awesome. That works for them. That's great. I don't know if that's for me. I know it's not. I have me. no problem. It's for somebody else. I just. <laughs> not for me <laughs> so I, and i feel as if 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 everything was sold out and you wanted to be there on property and if grandestino tower or even a, a preferred room at, at port orleans riverside were the only thing open you could stay there for two nights and you'd be like okay that's fine i mean i think if you know if if sports were the only thing open you might be like all right huh, brady call four seasons what's what's available let's look um <laughs> if, I was, if it came down to sports i would probably be like well <laughs> i've got a yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna do a little thing we like to call budget versus bougie, and we have a random a couple of topics here that we're gonna throw out here, and uh, Jen will kind of give you the bougie version, her preferences, and I'll give you the budget version. And we'll kind of meet mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle on certain things. And first and foremost, we'll talk about resorts. Jen, give us this take, and, and, and we don't want to do it either. Like a okay, I want you to spend all your money on this particular no. resort because it's worth it. We want to know why it's worth to go a little bougie on a resort. So tell Absolutely. us a bit, what resorts are you thinking of when it comes to bougie and why? Yeah. So I'm always going to start with a monorail resort. And we always laugh because Grand Floridian. Yes, I love the Grand Floridian. Absolutely. Undergoing refurb. Um, honestly, you much can. Needed when, refurb. Much it, it needed it. I will say when there are good room discounts. Mm-hmm. Grand is often available with those good room discounts, it and it you know it norm it prices pretty well under that. So even though it's still bougie, you right. can get it for less than eight hundred dollars a night or whatever. <laughs> you know, especially if there's a discount going on. Um, but really, any of the monorail resorts, and if you need more of a, we'll call it entry level, even though mm-hmm. it's not the the Garden Wing at the Contemporary, which yes. is being refurbished, is a great way to maybe not totally break the bank, but you have that convenience of the monorail. I love on any of the monorail resorts, you have so many dining options, so many extra amenities. Mm -hmm. And yes, the Grand is my baby, but we'll (laughs) shout out the Polynesian. Quasi producer Heather's baby right there. Well, Wilderness Lodge is really harsh, but I have to say- She loves the lodge. She loves the lodge, but she also loves the new Moana rooms at the Polynesian Mm -hmm. resort. And you can get a dole with there. Yes, you can. Where else on property, aside from like in the parks, can you get a Dole Whip at a resort? Mm-hmm. The Polynesian right there. So I have to shout out basically any monorail resort. And I don't know that I can pick one over the other. It depends on my mood. Right, right. What I, you know, kind of depends. Now, we will be back. I like those resorts. I really do. And the difference to Jen and I is that I like some of the stuff she's calling out. Uh, maybe not with the prices as much, but I've stayed in all these places versus the stuff that I'll call out. She'll be like, mm, Maybe not for me. It's I just love convenience. it. But it's and I get that. And like I said, the contemporary was great. I was not in the garden mm-hmm. wing. We were in the main tower. And I love any resort like a wilderness lodge or even the Animal Kingdom Lodge where you can go in and stay inside to go all the way to your room. 
And I have multiple yes. times taken off my shoes walking down that hallway because my sure. feet hurt walking down that carpeted hallway, yeah. getting to my room. You can't really do that at the Polynesian or the Grand Floor, depending you on cannot. where you are. Um, because, no, you not know, unless you're club level. You have to go outside, <laughs> club level. At the, um, at the Grand. On the grand. Um, temporary, in the main atrium, you can kind of do that. Um, if you have to go to the Garden Wing, yeah. obviously, you have to go to the Garden Wing. Bay Lake Tower is right there as well. I've never stayed there. It's not one that I'm, li- I'm really like, i got to stay at Bay Lake Tower. It kind of reminds me. I grew up an hour and 12 minutes from Panama City Beach. So I know what a high-rise condominium looks like on Panama City Beach, and it looks like a high-rise condominium. It just, it does. Like, I'm in there, I'm look over, I'm, I'm overlooking, uh, am I looking at the window, and maybe I'm looking at Bay Lake. I feel like I'm almost looking at the Gulf of Mexico, and there's Alvin's Magic Mountain Mall right there beside it, and there's uh, Miracle Strip, or the remnants of. Local folk will get that. And so, <laughs> that's kind of what, that's, that's what reminds me. And I would stay there if, if oh, given a chance, if given a great rate. At Bay Lake rate. Tower? Yeah, you know, Bay Lake Tower. I would stay there if given an awesome rate. It's just not one that I'm like, I gotta stay at Bay Lake. Uh, for me, though, two things I'm thinking of. Number one, we, we joke about sports. I'm not happy with the quote-unquote refurb of sports. My mm-hmm. my theory, and Jen, maybe you could back me up on this, or you could tell me that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm completely off on this. My theory is, because I know, well, they refurbed the pop in 2017, 2018. Correct. Refurbed movies. And what they did is they went in and took up the carpet. They put hardwoods down, <clears throat> or hard floors down. Hard made floors, one yeah. bed into a Murphy bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have two queen beds instead of the full beds. Yep. They kind of updated the rooms a little bit, a little more stylish. Um, I really wish for the values they had put a little more Mickey into the rooms, but still, that's okay. Yeah, but still, it's uh, yeah. Bathrooms up. Updated. Everything looks good. They did that with pop. They did it with movies. Mm-hmm. They were doing that with music, not just the family suites, but also the regular rooms. And then COVID hit. So yes. they had to stop production on um, refurbing. So they came back and I think they finished movies up real quick they to finish movies. up what they were doing. And they finished music. And finished they finished music. That's what it is. Yeah, finished music. I think with sports, they were in such a hurry just to get it open. I think they were like, just touch it up, clean it out, replace some stuff, and be done with it. And I don't think it was I, I think they did a disservice to it and I, I I get it because Disney parks right now are so full you gotta have mm-hmm. some more people to go and that's all that's 1300 people 1300 rooms that's yeah like I mean 6, that's not a small amount of rooms day. I get that but at the same time it's like you know do a little more to it so we joke about sports but sports is not my favorite right now um no I love music and movies I do I think they're comfortable I think they're great prices for families of four uh or if, if five if you have an infant I think the Murphy bed going up and down it turns into a table it gives you plenty of room which is great the bathroom yes there's one toilet one shower one sink but it is set up in a way where somebody can go in and take a shower use the restroom while somebody else gets ready at the sink there's a curtain there that kind of thing i love the values my favorite value i think is pop century for those same reasons but also the skyliner is right there it is great to have the skyliner mm-hmm. um because you walk out of your room and you're literally wherever you are on property and pop century can be pretty big um uh, you're, yeah it's a big one a, <laughs> 10 minutes from a skyliner you just walk up there and there's the skyliner station across the bridge art of animation i've actually mm-hmm. got three families there right now two families are in art of animation one family's in pop because the price worked better for them oh. and um so they meeting they're meeting in the middle every day at the skyliner and they're boarding it there to go to the parks which is really cool so well those are connected by a yeah it's a bridge it's yeah a bridge, it's a bridge right? i mean yeah, it's, it's a bridge it's, of course the the brief story is that where art of animation is now that was going to be the pop century part two they were going to do the because the one now right. has the 50s 60s 70s 80s and 90s sections right that was going mm-hmm. to be like i think that was the that's the like the legend or legacy section they were going I to have like so. a classic section with like the teens the 20s 30s and 40s right the session of 2001 hit after 9-11 2002 blah 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 they stopped it it sat dormant for 10 years there were homeless people living there they had to clean it out they turned it into art of animation and the reason you have little mermaid standard rooms when you have three other buildings of suites is because that's the place that was already built 
And so they didn't want to raise it and then like rebuild that. So you're just like, we'll just turn this into regular rooms. And then you got three buildings and families. Mm-hmm. So there's your history lesson on animation and pop century. <laughs> um, but to wrap all that up with the, with, with the budget conscious part, uh, you know, I love French Quarter as well. That's my other budget idea yeah. is if you don't want to say value, if you're like, you know, I want to do a little more, more than value. We've been value before. Let's, let's bump it up a little bit. I love French Quarter. The room rates are great. Even on a, on a busy, busy, busy holiday or whatever, you can find it for like three fifty or less per night-ish, um, which it seems like a lot, but it's a great place. you got a boat right there taking to Disney Springs, which is awesome. And the, the I love the resort because it's only like seven or eight buildings. It's a small resort, so you're not having to worry about a preferred room. How far do I have to get to the bus stop? How far do I have to walk to go get a Danish from the front desk mm-hmm. or from the front lobby, a gift shop, bakery, whatever? It's all right there. So I love that. So for, for Bougie, you're talking about Monterey Resorts. For me, I'm going Pop, uh, French Quarter, that kind of thing. So I, I'm also going to throw – got a shout-out, Riviera. Yep. Mm. I, I do want to stay mm. there. I do want oh. to stay there. I've heard their coffee shop. They have this phenomenal little coffee shop. They do the breakfast quick mm-hmm. service was is one of the best. I've, I've, I've been there. Down. We we wanted to so because good. we wanted to try it. We had Topolino's. Uh, oh yeah, Topolino's at, at the fiftieth, and then we came downstairs and still went and got coffee and a snack and everything from there because we wanted to try it because it looked like it was gonna be awesome and it, was. it looks so it's amazing. A great little place, little yeah, drinks, it's great. Little place. So it's so good. Let's talk about the food, um, Jen. Let's talk about the <sighs> bougie dinners, the ones you don't mind spending a little extra on if you oh can get. Oh my gosh, this one is so. This one's hard for me because there's a lot. I mean, there's like, you know, Brady and I kind of big time foodies. Okay. So I'm going to start with a new favorite, Yachtsman. Mm. Holy macaroni. Oh my gosh. And it wasn't, I'm not talking about the macaroni. It's their steaks. Their steak is like buttery, delicious. It's like they hand cut them. They age them or dry age or whatever it is. They, it's... Mm -hmm really really fantastic so um if you're willing to spend a little bit more money on steaks 100 percent um always got to throw out california grill because and especially they have their um prefix 50th menu right now so so good and like the dessert sampler fantastic and they like explain the history about it and everything so good plus fireworks view hello yep um brady and i don't mind eating late so we'll catch the fireworks a lot of times um and because we just tend to eat late. Of course, the ultimate, which I just cannot wait for it to reopen, is Victorian Alberts. Yes, it's ridiculously priced. It is. I don't it care. Is. It is worth every stinking penny because it just like <laughs> the courses melt in your mouth. It's like such an experience. So those are like probably three of my tops um, in terms of like, more bougie you are definitely going to spend money at these meals you are right. not walking out right oh, for yeah, two people for less than well like 150 Victorian alberts is actually so pricey that apparently according to, to twitter in the news when elon musk bought twitter he had to tell them to take off the victorian alberts reservation they had stuck oh gosh the price they were like, no i got 44 billion but i'm not doing vnas i'm not going that stop far. it <laughs> <laughs> um i've never been and Here's the thing. If somebody said, hey, I'm going to pay for you to come to Victoria Alberts, I would not fight that. I'd be like, okay, I'm in. Or if somebody said, you know what, I'll go have these with you because I want you to have it. I want you to try it. I'd be like, I'm in. If somebody said, hey, we're going to V&A's. Why don't you come with us? 
I, I, I don't know that I can bring myself to do it. That's just such a lot of money. And you know what? I'm not saying it's not worth it because I bet it is. I bet it's <laughs> in like in a meal that I would ever have. And maybe Stephanie and I, I think I would take Stephanie to it just to experience It's like top it. three of my life. We top would never months. tell her parents that we just spent $600 on dinner. <laughs> um, why are y'all coming back two days early? Well, we wanted to eat. Uh, it's one meal. Um, but I... I would, I would, I do want to try it, but I, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around spending that much for. I, I when I first came to Birmingham, I got a job doing, and I'm not going to go into it because it was a terrible job. Um, but one of the guys working on the job it was wearing $600 pants, and I was like, "Okay, that's a lot." Of I was money like, for "You pants. spent $600 on a pair of pants." He was like, "Yeah, once you spend $600, when you once you get $600 pants, you'll never go back." I was like, "I'll never go back because I'll never get there." If I pulled my lottery ticket out tomorrow and said, oh, look at this. I've got $19 million in the bank. I don't know that I can bring myself to wear $600 pants. Listen, I'll drop some money on shoes, but the $600 yeah. pants, I mean, I'm not going to say I absolutely wouldn't, no. but I... Well, shoes are one thing, though, because you wear them every now and then to special occasions, whatever. $600 pants, I would wear those things every single day. I'm just trying to, like, yeah. imagine what material it would be or the I don't cut. Know. I mean... Mm. Be, Maybe a dress. We'd be no, episode dress, 134. How'd you Disney this week? I'm wearing my uh, my $600 Mickey pants. pants. <laughs> episode 207. How'd you do this week? Well, I've got my pants back on. I'm wearing them every day. I mean, just it's, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So um, for me, though, That's with the lot. food, with the food, uh, like in terms of meals, Disney can be expensive. Honestly, people ask me a lot. They're like, what can we yeah. expect to spend on food? And I'm like, counter service, expect to spend 15 to $20 per counter service yeah. meal. Expect mm, to spend anywhere from 40 to 50 per person on a table service meal, depending on where you go. Um, and that's that's reasonable. It's not like, I mean, you could script and say, if you could go somewhere like, let's say, Sci-Fi right. Cafe. You could probably get out of there for 25, 20 bucks a person if you split some plates, you went kids' meals, things like that. Um, you could also get out of uh, um, Sci-Fi Cafe for $75 mm -hmm. a person. You get an appetizer, get a full meal, get yes. a dessert, whatever. So yep. it depends on what you do and where you go. For me, some of the highlights for me, um, a little kind of hole in the wall places. First, I want to bring up Sanaa right. over at Animal Kingdom Lodge, yes. uh, Kudani Village. It is a great place to to eat the, the, the African style of food, but also there's American food as well. Yeah, there um, is the bread the service. Bread the bread service is amazing. <laughs> that is a great place to go for just appetizers. You know what? Oh, let's go, go get a bread plate. Uh, me and whoever I'm with, we're gonna get a bread plate. I'm gonna get an appetizer. They're getting an appetizer. We'll do the bread plate in the middle. I'm full. We have just spent nineteen dollars per person plus tip. We're done. Great place to do that in. Um, you know, I think it's 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 really good. If you want a, a character meal, I think one mm -hmm. character meal that is really worth it is Tusker House over at Animal Kingdom. That's I'm a great a, one. I'm a big breakfast person. Their lunch yes. and dinner is okay. Garden Grill same way. Lunch and dinner is okay. Breakfasts are phenomenal. Garden Grill breakfast needs to come back. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love that too. But I just, Tusker House is back, so I'm just gonna go to Tusker. Uh, and really, I mean, it's like 40 or 43, 44 per person, which is a little pricey. But for a character meal, it's not bad. That it's not. Um, you yeah. get Donald, you get Mickey, you get Goofy, you get Daisy. Mm -hmm. The meal is great. And now it is. When we went in November, it's family style. I'm not sure if they've referred back to buffet yet. I haven't um, seen that um, it has, but some it... of them are going back to it slowly. Mm -hmm. So by the time you hear this, maybe they have, maybe they haven't, or whatever. But they can bring me. You know what? I'm fine raising my hand. Right. Going, Excuse me. Can I have like 17 more Lincoln sausages, uh, four more eggs, and one big fat Mickey waffle, please? Um, so this is your third plate. I know. I'm paying for it. Come on, bring it back. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> by the way, Link sausages at Disney. I don't I, I don't really eat a lot of sausage unless it's on a biscuit. Link sausages, I will eat a dozen. I love wow. Link sausages at Disney. I don't know. They're so good. Um, 
And so that's one place to go to. Other the hole in the wall place we discovered in March was Boat Rights at uh, Porterland. Oh, River that Park. is good. Had a terrible well, reputation. It's been hit, for the it's been hit and miss time. for the longest time. Had an awful reputation. Yeah. When they refurbished the whole thing, refurbished the the rooms, the resort, they refurbished mm-hmm. Boat Rights new management. It was good. I had a steak, and it was very, very good. It wasn't very expensive. It's a lot. It's a. I mean, when you're at a resort like that, a lot of times, especially at a moderate resort, you're like, you know, why do I want to eat here? I'm gonna hit the parks, whatever. Yeah. For us, we came back to the room early. It was a monsoon. We found reservations for four, mm-hmm. like, an hour later we found the reservations. That's great. Which was awesome because it's something that a lot of people go to. And so don't be afraid to try your resort your resort table services yeah. and stuff. Um, now, for you, Jen, are there any bougie counter services off the top of your head or maybe bougie <laughs> dishes that you're like from a counter service? I know this oh, is a little pricey, but I would get this. That's a little harder. I mean, when Be Our Guest used to be a quick oh, service. Yeah. But I mean, that definitely was so, um, so, so good. But obviously... Yep. Not a thing. Anymore. Any anymore. Um Contempo Cafe ish. Mm-hmm. Like that definitely. Their food could looks qualify. bougie. I've had and I've eaten there. And it's it is great, very good. But it looks bougie. <laughs> it <laughs> actually is it's very good. I really enjoy Contempo Cafe. I do too. I do too. Um it's got a very I enjoy, feel. It yeah, I even like yeah. it better. I like it better than Gasparilla's. I do too. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't, don't dislike Gasparilla. I think Gasparilla's for what it is is just okay. But I'm like, you're at the Grand Floridian. Give me more than what you've given me. Grand Floridian Cafe at the Grand Flor- Floridian is pretty good too. Oh it's yeah, that's great. It's not a menu. quick service. It's, it's not quick service. No, but just table right. service. It's off table the menu. service. It's not mm-hmm. a buffet, so you're not paying one price. You can control your costs on it. It's, yeah. Again, it's a hole in the wall. I mean, people don't. I hate right. saying that about the Grand Flow, but it's something that a lot of people think about because they're like, right. you know, they want. Park Fair to come back, or they're looking at Citricos, mm. or hey, we're headed to the Magic Kingdom because it's right there. But it's Grand Flow Cafe so. is yeah. very good. Yeah. The other one that, and I, it's sort of quick service. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna count it. Um, over at Wilderness Lodge, the oh my gosh, I just blanked on the I just blanked on the name. All I can think of is Whispering Canyon. It's down by the lake. Um, I know what you're talking about. And I can't think of it either. Um, it's, um, I can see. I see it. Oh. It's like, literally right by the lake. It's I, open I see air. It, but I was talking about it. it's, it's, it's <laughs> yes. Why can I not right. think about what this is called? That is a phenomenal one. You do order off the menu though, but it's you just walk up. Like there's no reservations right. for it. Uh, Roaring Fork. Roar, roar, Roaring no. Fork. Uh uh-uh. uh. Roaring oh, is that Fork that is good. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. It's the pool. It's by the pool bar. Um, oh, there's another one. Um, yeah, no, no. This is outside open air. Are you thinking of sports because they have the end zone food court, but it's not the no. same. Geyser Point. Geyser Point. I love that. We have literally just decided we've been at Magic Kingdom and like, mm, don't want to do Pecos Bills. Mm-hmm. Don't want to do Cosmic Rays. Can't decide what we want. Don't feel like we've already eaten Contempo Cafe this week. Right. Well, let's go over to Geyser Point. And they have a phenomenal bison burger. They have a great salmon sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and like the prices aren't bad. Nice. And their homemade chips are good. Nice. Very good. Uh, very cool. Let's talk a little bit about park experiences. Park and experience. we can talk about tours. We can talk about e- things you want to spend extra money on. I know you just spend a boatload of money to get into the parks and to get your rooms and stuff. But there are things in parks and even in resorts that you can spend a little extra mm-hmm. on. Have mm-hmm. a little extra experience, especially for the people who've been so many times. Yeah. They love going. They love doing stuff. But, hey, why don't we take this afternoon to try something a little different? Mm-hmm. I know we can. We want to ride Haunted Mansion for the 74th time, but what if we did this instead for our two <laughs> hours and come back and ride Haunted Mansion? Um, Jen, what are some bougie things you can do in the park to spend a little extra money on? Well, two of our favorites have been some of the tours. One is the Keys to the Kingdom tour. 
which is maybe a little Love bit that more tour model. That's such a, now you have to be 16. That yep. is a 16 and older tour folks. Like it doesn't matter if you have a 14 year old who's super interested, they will not allow it 16 and older. Um, that one runs about 114 per person at last blush. Um, that's a great one, obviously focused in the Magic Kingdom. So and it does take up six hours of your day. So it does. It is six hours. If you have a full Magic Kingdom day, don't think you're going to go in there for two hours if you don't. It's a six-hour no. walking tour, so just beware. Yeah. And the other one that I love was the Backstage Magic Tour. Mm-hmm. Backstage Magic went to all four. Well, at that point, when we took it, it was three parks. They have since added Animal Kingdom on. And in addition, uh, okay. you saw other things like I know this. This sounds so stupid. The laundry facilities. What? That's actually it, like, pretty cool sounding. Though. It was actually really cool. We we're like, oh, I mean, it was, it was actually like fascinating. <laughs> and like where they do the topiaries for Flower and Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one is running two seventy five per person. I had to look it up because it's been a while. But those are fantastic and that one is like eight hours it does include lunch so when we did it we had lunch at whispering canyon i believe so it is really good that's some really cool in park experiences now have you ever done the wild africa trek we have wanted to we haven't yet i've sent clients who raved about it just absolutely raved i'm gonna go bougie for a second it's great well i'm gonna bougie with a caveat here uh first of all it's great it's wonderful. It mm-hmm. is like a four-hour tour at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And they take you backstage. You get a privately guided VIP expedition full of lots of close encounters. Mm-hmm. You have the hippo encounter. You're basically feeding the hippo, which is feeding the hippos, which is that's awesome. cool. Um, you know, you have a crocodile walk where you're walking over the bridge and everything. Um, I think there's actually a few extra things that that are there now that I didn't see. When you're mm-hmm. on the Kilimanjaro safaris and you look over it and you see people kind of on a look like there's like a pole that they're kind of yeah. attached to as you're walking by. That's right. what the tour is. Um, they're kind of hanging over. There's actually one mm-hmm. thing where you are harnessed in and you can lean over the cliff and feed the hippos, which don't fall in oh. because the hippos will kill you. Um, but it's a lot of fun. When I went, however, Stephanie and I went, this is 2009, I believe. They had just opened up the tour. It was still in the, in the introductory mm-hmm. phase. It was 129 per person. So we bought it and got it. This was oh my like they had not even gosh. officially opened it. It was like, we are now doing this for the next month for like 129. It's now 199 per person. I was going to um, say that's, but wow. That's the caveat. We would probably not have done it for 200 bucks a person. We did it for 129 a person and it was well, awesome. sure. But if you have the money to spend, it is something that's that's worth doing. Um, but yeah. something if you're like, you know, I don't know that I want to spend that much money or take that much time. Two tours at Animal Kingdom, which are really great. One is called Caring for Giants. Yes. And basically, you get a close look at the elephants at mm-hmm. Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. You learn what it takes mm-hmm. to care, care for them. It's only a 60-minute tour, and it's only $35 for the hour. Uh, you'll, it's you'll crazy get, good. Talk to a cast member who gives them insight into the inner workings of the African elephant herd. Mm-hmm. You get a close-up glimpse to the elephants as well. You'll be able to see them only about 80 to 100 feet away, so you get them closer. Yeah. When you're on the safari bus, you're probably sometimes 50 yards away, so it's a little distant yeah. uh, so you'll be closer to them now you do have to be uh, uh four years or older so kids can do mm-hmm. this one as well because you're not up close and so um it's not that expensive the other one that i really want to do and i have not done elephants but it seems cool all the pictures are the ones that i want to do however is the rhino tour up close uh, to the yeah. rhinos and this up is a 45 dollars 60 minute experience meet these mighty but gentle giants in a special viewing area for a wildlife encounter and you will be 
fairly close to them as well. You won't be right up to them, obviously. I believe mm-hmm. that you get to touch a rhino. Which, I think you get to touch one, um, yeah. I think quasi producer Heather has said that she's done it and she loves it. Um, right. You know, and you actually can be four years of age or older, so you can still mm-hmm. do it. If you're under 18, you have to have an adult with you and such. Yeah. But, um, but they're not very expensive. Two other things that I want to mention that are free back at Animal Kingdom because they have all the cool stuff. Uh, Wilderness Explorers. If you have a, oh, if that's you have a, a kid one. or an adult, and we've mentioned this before, it is a free mm-hmm. thing you can do. You get a little mm-hmm. book. You get badges. Um, you have to do an activity. Either it's listening to a little like two-minute conservation lesson mm-hmm. or an activity where you have to do something, make a craft or whatever. Yeah. And there's like 30 stations all over the parks. Go to each one. When you complete it, you get a badge for your book. You can bring your books back over and mm-hmm. over. So if it takes you 10 trips to do it, then so be it. Um, but it's really cool. So, you know, the wilderness must be explored. Caw, caw, caw. The yeah. other thing that's worth doing is in Epcot. And people forget about this. It's called Kidcot. And when people are like, mm. no, we're not going to do Epcot because that feels like an older park. Kidcot is for the kids. Every pavilion, every World Showcase mm-hmm. pavilion has a kid activity. You go in, yep. you do some coloring, you do some crafting, you do some creating native to that country. Um, and now with the cast members, international cast members coming back, you're going to have those oh, cast even members. better. Teaching the kids about their countries, about Norway, teaching them, you know, certain languages and phrases and stuff in different languages, which is awesome. And it's free. You get a little little Ziploc bag with a little handle on it, which is kind of cool. You get postcards. You get stickers to kind of go into a little passport thing book there. Super cute. And that is free. That is – all you have yeah. to do is do it. Um, there are also various scavenger hunts you can do. Like at the mm-hmm. festivals, they'll have like a little map you can purchase for like $10 yeah. and stickers. That's you a good one. You, you find Remy or you find Olaf or whatever festival it is. Or Spike or, or – Spike or whoever. Mm-hmm. Turn the thing back in or – at least show a completed thing you get a free prize yep. um sometimes the prizes are great sometimes they're just okay but it's a free prize free prizes prize. disney take them Yay. so oh uh, you know one other one that you mentioned festivals mm-hmm. during like food and wine spe- oh <laughs> food and wine festival especially um but also during flower and garden they have seminars yes they do and it's they usually do. in the festival center mm-hmm. i've done a couple of them they are so much fun. So it might be like a cooking one, or it might be like making the um, this one during food and wine, which is making the candy sushi, mm-hmm. you know, where you like roll right. like Swedish fish yep. and yep. Roll, mm-hmm. roll up. It's super cute. They have all sorts of things. Um, I've seen mixology classes. I've seen, um, like I said, cooking classes and just various pairings. And they're usually in the festival center, which we always like to walk through anyway, just because there's merch. You like to see the stuff that's there. Mm-hmm. So I will like watch those going on. We've participated in a couple of different foodie ones. They are just a lot of fun. And um, so if you're worth, or if you are willing to spend the money, it's mm-hmm. worth it. Nice. Now, one other thing I'm going to throw at you, and I didn't mention this in the pre-show when we talked about this before, but I think you'll, you'll pick up pretty fast. Transportation from the airport <laughs> to Disney. There is definitely a bougie and a budget yes. way to do it. So, Jen, I'm assuming you don't take the Mirrors bus shuttle transportation I when you not. fly into the parks. What is the bougie way of handling it, and what is your preferred way of getting from the airport to the parks? Um, my preferred way, uh, if, if, if let me just say, if we are not renting a car, because mm-hmm. sometimes we do the car rental thing. Um, When I'm not doing that, I like to take private transportation to and from, and we have a fantastic service that we utilize for our, um, for our clients. And fortunately we've, we've had a relationship with him for a while. So like right now, yeah, Yeah. with Charlie, Mm -hmm. he's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, all transportation in Orlando is just full up right now. So it's hard for them to take on new clients, but he has always so amazing for our park clients. avenue limos Charlie. park avenue limos and tell them that I a bonus take- star jen and dave sent you if you call them 
Um, but we can we can book it. We'll take it for yeah, we'll take yeah. care of it for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, literally, he's fantastic. I email him all the time for my personal. Like when I'm mm-hmm. going next week, I am having him take me yep. back and forth. Great vehicles, great service. I pay for it because love, love it. I just feel better. I mean, and not that I listen. I've done Ubers in the past. I've done it, but it's just so much nicer than like meeting you in the baggage claim. Yep. <sighs> take care. Yep. Let's talk a little bougie. Uh, we did Mirrors Transportation um, oh, yes, in, in March, did. and we were looking forward to this. We, okay, so we were going to do – there's another bus service that's in town that just started. I'm not going to call them mm. out. That just started. You can figure it out if you're thinking about it hard. Um, they've had some issues. They've had a few things, a few adjustments in getting started. And we were like, you know what? We're going to wait till that one gets really going. I don't mind sending clients there if they're asking for it. That's fine. They look cool. But we're going to go with Mirrors, which is a little more established. Maybe it's a more boring, but more established. We got on. It's basically Magical Express, that same area mm-hmm. where it used to be. We got in line. We got on the bus. We were probably on the bus. We were probably getting our bags and walking down the, that long thing to get to, to the area and on a bus and leaving in 35 minutes. So it really wasn't wow. bad. I've heard some people with busier days when they get th- We got there mm-hmm. in the evening. So if you get there in the middle of the day, it might be busier. Might be busier. Um, now, understand these buses do make several stops. Uh, our bus stop, we were at Port Orleans Riverside. I think we were number five of six stops. So they stopped at like three off-property hotels and like one, and then they stopped at like Animal Kingdom, and then they went to Port Orleans Riverside when we went. So just understand, give yourself some time. Uh, give yourself, some, you know, a time to, to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be like, hey, it's 5.30. We're getting on the bus now. We should be able to make that dinner at Cali Grill at 6.15. No, you're not. Nope. You're not going to make it. And if your travel agent told you that you could, then drop them and call us because we will tell you, don't do that. <laughs> don't do- call a car service. Call Charlie. Call Jen. Call somebody because you're yeah. not making that. But don't um, call Charlie day of. He can't accommodate call, yeah. that. And Charlie will be like, <laughs> you need a up. car win in an hour? <laughs> What day is it? April 1st? He's far okay. too nice to laugh at you. Just, exactly. I'm so sorry. Exactly. I'm so sorry. We have nothing available till like September. Um, so, but yeah, Mirrors is not a bad option. And it's about $20, 25 I think I want to say it was around 30 mm-hmm. maybe for the round trip. Um, don't quote me because we only did it one way. We rented a car on the way back because we had some errands to run, some places to go before mm-hmm. we get to the airport. Um, it's not a bad transportation option at all. The bus was really oh, comfortable. And they have an express um, option, which I think have is fewer stops. Yep, fewer stops and stuff. And we were just fine with it. Regular, we don't mind it. We we loved the Magical Express mostly because, well, even without the kids, we loved the Magical Express. We just enjoyed right. it. It's for me, for Stephanie, there was something about getting on that Disney bus that's like, our vacation is starting. We're going <laughs> under that thing that says, says well, Disney World, oh. put your pins on, the vacation has started. This is awesome. We had no problem with it. And I know you can do the same thing in a private issue. Yeah. You with a driver and you're like, yeah, the vacation started. But there's just something about the whole bus going, yay, versus, hey, honey, we're here. I know, right? Exciting. I mean, something about it. So, so from the the list we have, basically, a bougie vacation might include a private car transport from or renting a car from the airport to the Grand Floridian, where you stayed in a nice room there. Um, you know, the next day at Magic Kingdom, you're going to take the keys to the Kingdom tour, probably again because mm-hmm. you haven't had it in a while, so take it again. That night, though, you're going to come back because you're on the Monorail Resort. Come back, get ready because you have dinner at Victorian Alberts. The next day, however, at Magic Kingdom, you're going to have California Grill, where you probably will see the fireworks from there. Uh, whereas myself, we will arrive at the mirror at the airport, take mirrors to Pop Century. Um, we'll hit the parks, do Tuscrafts breakfast the next morning. Um, maybe that afternoon, we're going to do the, the Rhino Tour, which is really awesome. Spend 60 minutes with the Rhinos. Is, that's great. Hit Epcot the next day. We'll do some Kid Cut. We'll do some, mm-hmm. uh, we'll do some, some snacking around the world, that kind of thing. Um, a couple of things we do, I think, we agree on, though. Bougie and budget. Snacking at the festivals at Epcot Ugh. is bar yes. none. Is I so mean, it's just good. like 
And that falls under yeah. both categories. That's both categories. I think that's both, both categories. categories. You can spend twelve dollars <laughs> on a glass of champagne and something to eat there, fifteen dollars, whatever, or you can spend six bucks and get a little piece of steak there at the um, at the um, at, at Canada, yeah, Canada, La which La is, is awesome. So, so good. you can even go bougie and budget there as well. Um, I have spent as much as one hundred and thirty bucks in like a day or two at Epcot. Just it's easy one to. after the other. It's easy to. Or you know what? I've also gone through it, spend like thirty bucks, getting like three things, and get full. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't eat anymore. I'm if you pick the right things, you really yeah, can get full. So you can just... bougie and budget on both of that. Another thing we both agree on, I think, is the memory maker. One sixty nine yes. seems like a budget price. Seems like a bougie price for pictures, but it's really not. We were talking about this earlier, and I'm like, you know, maybe a budget would be the the the, the photo sessions that you can get, which for eighty bucks you can get a twenty minute photo session with a photographer for up to eight mm -hmm. people. So for a family, this is a great option. Um, you can do it all four parks now, which yeah. they've opened it up to. But Jen made the point that you know you don't get a you get twenty minutes. That's it. You don't get your ride photos. You don't get everything. Mm -hmm. You only get twenty minutes. Which we're doing this in June. I'm really excited about it. I've never experienced it, so we'll get to see what it looks like. But with the memory maker, you do get the magic shots and the right. ride photos and the ride videos. Mm -hmm. and you get all the photog pictures, mm -hmm. and they'll put extra on there. I can't tell you how many times I'm looking for a Buzz Lightyear picture that we took, and I'm waiting through like there's 17 Mickey Mouse and Daisy Duck pictures here. What in the heck? Come on, I don't need another picture of Space Mountain. Keep going, and but they're your pictures. You get them immediately right. as soon as mm -hmm. they show up on your app. You can download them to Facebook or to Twitter or to you know to, mm -hmm. to MySpace. Hop up your ICQ. You know these are for all the, all the people leaving Twitter. Uh, get your ICQ, your Live Journal, whatever. Throw them up there. You know so you can get them immediately mm -hmm. and, and have something to do with them, which is really cool. So I recommend the 169 advanced purchase for Memory Maker. It's 199 Absolutely. day of. Um, mm -hmm. But it's worth it because I think when you space it out and you price it out, let's say you're on a week's vacation yep. per day. Yep. I mean that's. We really have good. taken as many as 600 pictures in a week's vacation. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's ridiculous. And there's many as you can put on there, just take them. And you yeah. know what, mom, I'm speaking to you directly with your two kids and their young children and your husband who's tired, who maybe does not want to be there or he's tired of, mm -hmm. after, after three days he's done, you're meeting Mickey Mouse, it's seven o'clock, you're late for dinner, you're in the line, the kids are whining, the husband's like, eh, the husband's whining more than the kids. You don't worry about your camera. Let the photographer take it. Yeah. Let the, the Disney photographer take it. It's going to show up on Memory Maker. An hour later, you're sitting there mm -hmm. eating your steak, and you're able to upload to to whatever you want, to, to Pinterest yeah. or to Instagram. It's just easier. And we've done this so, so many times. Easier. Stephanie's like, just let them take it. I don't get my camera out. It's cool. Yeah. So bougie versus budget. Love Always it. Good. Uh, Jen, where can we find you? You're going to Guardians next week, so people want to follow you. Where can we find you? Out upon a star, Jen, on all the social medias, um, as well as the agency will also be following my adventures, of course, out upon a star travel. Yep. My personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Navani. Absolutely. And follow the agency stuff on all the socials and go to TikTok, upon a star travel on TikTok. Yes. Fun videos. We got somebody working on the TikTok and she is doing a phenomenal job job she is just throwing a video after video up we have some great stuff. ones up. i mean some videos are like oh that's really sweet and some videos are hilarious and they're just fun uh which is what you need in your day in the stage so exactly. find all this stuff there on the agency stuff also you can find me at the magic on a dollar on instagram i'm over 600 followers now gotta get to 700 1000 by the end of the year is my goal you folks can help me do it uh, of course magic on a dollar on facebook at disney on a dollar on facebook and of course find me uh, the uh, the the MSE podcast where you can find Jen as well. That's on all the socials at Gmail is our uh, is our email address. dot mm -hmm. com is our website and on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff. We'll be posting all that fun stuff there. So 
Bougie Jin. Hope you have a wonderful week. We will talk, of course, next week before you go out to the uh, to the big Guardians Indeed. thing. Uh, but when mm-hmm. we talk again, I will be back from Disneyland, which will be awesome. I'm yes, sure you I'll will. flood your inbox with pictures saying, Jed, look at all this fun stuff, which, which is what you will do with me <laughs> next week from the Guardians. 100%. Exactly. So have a wonderful week. And uh, folks out there, don't forget to thank your bougie or budget Phoenicians. Phoenicians were totally bougie. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. And may all your wishes come true.